2: Welcome into Missing the Point. I am DK Sizzle, Dave Clark, here once again to take you through Real BK's uh, power rankings. They're wacky as ever. Not his fault. It's been a wacky season. Uh, It's been some crazy wins, crazy losses, and we're going to walk you through the top 10 best teams in the NFL, which is different than the top 10 best teams last last week and different than the top 10 best teams the week before. (laughs) Uh, So Real BK is here to defend himself, uh, which is always nice for him. And, of course, we have the return, uh, the triumphant return of uh mike marcangelo haven't had him on a power ranking show in quite some time so happy to happy to have you here mike he's rock, rocking his red white and blue patriots what would you call that a, a t-shirt it's a long sleeve t-shirt yeah it's, sort of like a, it's like a sweater it's like a sweater it's thermal, borderline sweater, thermal?
0: yeah it's like a borderline yeah uh, it's like, a, ba- say, it's like yeah. a baseball thermal yeah, 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 yeah. no pocket i, I just so want
2: a sweatshirt i want to paint na- that yeah oh th- is that the it's the kangaroo pocket the 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 thing that decides? i think so and there's okay. no hood well that's a hoodie it to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, anyway, yeah, I just sure I... wanted to
2: paint a little word picture <laughs> to uh to the to the listeners not watching here on the YouTube and I promise we are all wearing clothes, but uh we're here to talk about football and uh and the the kind of crazy NFL season that we've had. So let's just jump right into it. Number 10 on Bobby's power rankings are right. the New England Patriots. Not something I th- think i thought i was going to hear myself say coming into this season uh not something i thought i was going to hear myself say last week to be quite frank uh with 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 everybody but i don't disagree with them being on there i i don't i wouldn't put my my uh non-existent child's college education on them staying in the top 10 but i guess tell me why they cracked the top 10 bobby we'll start with you
0: it really comes down to the quality of football that we've seen through the first six weeks and the poor coaching that we've seen through the first six weeks and the really the poor quarterback play that we've seen through the first six weeks from most of the league and and the Patriots stand out to me as a, one of the better coach teams in the league. Besides that left tackle when he's garbage and the quarterback, man, I, I, I don't know. You guys probably remember during the draft. I was high on Bailey's Zabby coming into the uh, season. I didn't actually think he'd start. I never thought that would happen. But I, I just enjoy watching this team play football right now. The offense is funner than it was. The front seven is pretty legit. They could use some linebacking help, uh, but compared to the teams below them on the list, man, it's just when you watch them, you know what you're getting. It's a consistent style of football, which is something that you don't see in the NFL. So that's why they cracked the top ten. It's it's mainly because I love Bailey Zappi too. It's epic.
2: as ever. Uh, you know, I, I I deplore the lack of strength <laughs> of schedule factored into these top ten uh, top ten power rankings. I think playing the Cleveland Browns and the Detroit Lions to me does not admit a great team make. But I do agree with you that Zappi's been playing really well. Uh, Mike, let me ask you the question that I think is probably the most talked about question in New England right now who is in your mind if everyone's healthy, the
1: number one QB in new England? I mean, I, I think that it has to be Mac Jones. So I, I think what we're seeing now is what we saw from uh, the Cowboys and, and, and Kellen Moore, right? Once, once Dak went down, it looks like they called a better game. It looks like they're made this offense easier and more digestible for a big Zappy. I thought that his performance in Cleveland was, was good, but it's against Cleveland. and, and, and I listen. I'm, I'm basically wearing a Patriots fucking billboard right now, and I'm here to tell you that I don't think they belong in the top ten. <laughs> I, they, they, I mean, I mean, I, I th- thank you for putting them there, but I just think, <laughs> I, I just think it's a matter. I, I appreciate it, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, if, it's, if you,
0: if but if you look at the teams that they're ahead of right now, right? So it's just a matter of like a principle of not having teams that play that bad of football right now. On this list, because listen, the Bucks definitely could be on this list. The Packers definitely could be on this list. The Ravens could be on the list. The Rams, the Dolphins, like all these teams. But week in and week out, something weird is going on in all those cities across America. I don't know what it is. Well, we know what it is in Miami. Uh, but for, for the rest of them, it's just it, it's the Rams offense is horrible. They have no running game. And Cam Akers and his coach are having a drama fit every week. You have the Ravens who just can't hold on to a fourth quarter lead for the life of them. Obviously, the Buccaneers, Tom Brady's going to weddings on Friday night, getting hammered and playing like crap on Sunday. The Packers, those troubles are very documented Aaron Rodgers offense. The Niners just lost to the Falcons. It's just like you go down this list and there's so many glaring weaknesses or like glaring uh, red flags for all these teams. And Essentially, the Patriots, the Patriots just made the have, top have 10 that one green flag. <laughs> the Patriots
2: yeah. made the top 10 because everybody else sucks. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> that's, that's a factual I, statement, yes.
1: I would just advocate that so do they. And it's just, uh, it, it, again, it's the Lions, it's the Browns. I don't know what's going to happen against, uh, against the Bears. Also, like the only two arguments that I would make about number 10 would be, I would advocate for either the Bengals or the Titans. Bengals because they were in the Super Bowl last year, so they should get that. And then Bengals, the Bengals are number nine. Oh, they are okay. Perfect. Well, then yeah, you're, okay. you already solved that. And then the, the Titans <laughs> are what three and they're three and two, three and two, and yeah. and they have a ne- negative twenty three point differential, and they still won three in a row. So, like, there's something to be said about that. Their offense is not great, and they're still winning games. But yeah, yeah I mean, great, great. They,
0: they, they were the other top contender, right? When I first put the list out, they originally were the number ten team, and I sat there and thought about it for a minute, and it's just. I I trust Zappy and Mac Jones more than I trust Ryan Tannehill at this point. So, Can't argue um, that. That, that, that's, that's why they Bill, got that. And Bill left, Belichick, you know, and, and Bill, Bill Belichick, Belichick. yeah.
1: Because, like
2: you said, I mean, the coaching around the league has been, uh, for the most part, pretty atrocious. Um, some pretty terrible Abysmal. calls. Like, like the the idea of uh, a team like the Las Vegas Raiders taking a, taking a gamble on Josh McDaniels and Josh McDaniels just like finding a way to lose. You know, yeah. like that's just like seems to be his mo. Like, I'm just going to find a way to like. Let the, like I remember when they played the Chiefs. Andy Reid just got in his head so hard, and it's like, I you know, I, <clears throat> I don't know who Josh McDaniels is. Like, is he this j- offensive guru or is he just like all hype? You know, and then you watch him coach the Denver Broncos back in the day, make weird trades, like advocate for weird trades, and like build a weird a team yeah and like build a really weird team and it's like very strange and then you watch him in vegas going for it in situations where he shouldn't be going for it and doing all this weird stuff and he's the perfect example i think of uh i don't know probably 23 bad coaching jobs so far across the league and i I think you're right about it like i think the eagles look really well coached the patriots look pretty well coached um, for obvious reasons i think uh you know, I I still think the, the Chiefs look really well coached. I don't even think I th- something's up with the Bills. You know, like as much as they won that game and it was a it was a a big win for them, it something's up with them. So I just think like across the league, like game plans really aren't being implemented. And I I do genuinely see your point as far as them playing the Bears on Monday. Like, talk about finding a way to lose, man. The Bears like genuinely could be <laughs> every, four one every right week. Bro. Like they it's, they it's could be four and one. But it's like something happens where, and it's like. You know, it's, it's tough, right? Because, like, Justin Fields, like, year two, you, you want to see him, like, make plays to win games. It, the, the ball's, like, never in his hands to win the, win the game. And then when right. it is, his guys let him down, you know? He and made the like, play He made Thursday, the play. To be yeah, fair, he, made, he the made the
0: play. Yeah, yeah.
2: And, and, you know, I mean, obviously, if Darnell Mooney's your best wide receiver, you might be in a little bit of trouble uh, weapons-wise. He's not a bad receiver, and he made a great catch this season, like a great one-hander. It's going to be on the highlight reel for the season, but come on you know we He's need some weapons on the offense i get it though like we're rebuilding we're in a full rebuild do i think we'd be able to beat the patriots on monday I, who fucking knows what could happen in this league you know what i mean i think we got a little cursed by the fact that we were on thursday night and there's something to be said for how turgid thursday night's been for the most part this <laughs> season and like it's it's laughably bad and i think it was just like anybody playing on thursdays is just cursed to have a bad game but yeah i mean i don't know if they're gonna be in the in the top 10 next week but (laughs) here they are now moving on to the bengals you know they're they're defending uh afc champions right i they they have uh studs all over the field they have jamar chase who finally looked like himself this week joe burrow finally looked like himself this week kind of showed up like a man on the mission you know going back to louisiana showing up in the game worn jamar chase lsu jersey uh, signs in the crowd. Thanks for coming, Joe. But like, this is our house, blah, 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 Like he needed to go win that game. And I think what I will say for the, for the Bengals, and I'll start with you on this one, Like, what I will say for the Bengals this season is they've put themselves in a position where their season seems to be on the line every week. So they're kind of like, we got to go and win this game. You know, every game right. is a final game for them. Every game is a championship game every week. And they seem to sort of be rising to the occasion, despite not quite looking as good as they did on that run. Would you agree with that? And yeah. do you think that the Bengals are going to stay in this
1: top 10 for their foreseeable? I just think that it's, it's too fine of a line to have to walk. Like we, I think we've seen yeah, over the last couple of years, Joe Burrow, like the Tiger King, he, he does thrive <laughs> when his back's against the wall. But there's only so many times you can put yourself in that position and it doesn't, it doesn't eventually bite you in the ass. Uh, I, I think what's so surprising to me is that he's still one of the top five most sacked quarterbacks in the league this year. And all they did was invest in the offensive line in the offseason. And it feels like it still hasn't solved that problem, but I mean, 300 yards, three touchdowns, and two of those to to Jamar Chase. That is that team is a wagon if they keep him upright. I, I I think they're they're going to be okay. But to answer your question in a very long-winded format, that's what we do. Yeah, here. I, yeah. I, I think <laughs> I think you're going to see like three or four more more times this year at least where it looks like they're out and they're they're somehow going to win that game.
2: Yeah. Bobby, they played your precious Saints and they, they seem to get the job done. Um, I know <laughs> they're season. like this. I know the Saints are injury riddled, you know, and I and I know that uh, you, you believe in them in a full strength way and not necessarily in a I mean, their their injury list is actually bananas. If you look at it, it, it reads like a it fucking is. novel. So, you know, fair enough. I personally wouldn't back them regardless. But, uh, w- you know, do you were you impressed? I guess my question is, were you impressed with the with the Bengals beating I guess you're impressed enough to put them at nine in the power rankings, beating a kind of a, a weakened Saints team. What is it that stood out to you that made it look like, even though this was a weak Saints team, they, w- they played who was in front of them and they got the job done. What was it that stood out?
0: Well, this is kind of who the Bengals have been for the last two years. You know, for most of last year, they weren't great. You know what I mean? They, they were right around 500 for most of the season. Then they made They that had run. games where they looked amazing. And they had games where they looked absolutely awful. This is just who they were. And then when their backs were up against the wall and they needed to win, they got it. And that, thats Gosh. thats literally who they were all season. So, so that's really what pushed them into that top ten. Because I just see them being that team when they need to. When they need to be, you know, if this Bengals could play every game in the goddamn Superdome, they'd be seventeen or zero. Did you see <laughs> what what his stats are in the Superdome? It's like in in two games. He has like 785 yards and six touchdowns. And uh, Jamar Chase has like uh, four reception touchdowns and like 300 yards. It's crazy.
2: I I guess at the same time, I'm not fully, I do, you know, I do definitely agree with you guys that that their identity is this and they put themselves in these positions and sort of, you know, get back up out of the ditch, but I'm not convinced because, I, like I watched the majority of that game, the, the Bengals saints game. And it's like, to me, it's not, holy shit. Jamar chase is back. It's why does he have one guy to beat? You know? I mean, we talked right. about the the abhorrent coaching. It's like that highlight reel touchdown that he had where he danced into the end zone. It's like, he had one dude to beat, you know, like you, you had no, you have, you had no guy in the zone deep. You had, you weren't doubling him. Like he just had to s- scorch one dude at Joe Burrow had to find him. And like, if you leave that, like, if you leave that dude with one guy, it doesn't really usually matter who that one guy is within a few notable exceptions. It was bad coverage. Like it was blown coverage essentially on a stud wide receiver. And like, I just, I'm just not convinced. You know, I I think that the Bengals come up, maybe they go on a little run, but if they come up against any team, that's like serious, like a Philadelphia Eagles built to beat them right now. Like absolutely just, formatted to beat them like the way that they win football games so i don't know not convinced uh but we'll see we'll we'll watch the
0: space with the Bengals. bobby one more the next five games for them are the falcons which they're they're sneaky right now browns, okay. Panthers. they got a lot of school players yeah but then browns panthers steelers titans and then they get the chiefs so that's where we'll see the test for them but they they should come out of there what six and four at the yeah, worst? Yeah, or drop because one they're the those, Bengals.
2: Right? By, because they're the Bengals, they go under five hundred on that run until they get to the Chiefs and they beat the Chiefs. And then they beat the Chiefs. <laughs> it's like, right. It's, right? It's That's some, exactly something yeah. weird might happen like that. So we'll see. All right, moving on from the Cincinnati Bengals. Looking <laughs> forward to so talking factual. about them some more as the uh, as the season goes on because they are a weird group of guys. But I still do. I still do like Joe Burrow and and maintain that that's what everybody thought. Uh, uh, what's his name? Baker Mayfield was going to be, and uh, he's awesome. And I I like that we have him in the league. Moving on to uh, number eight, the Chargers. Glad to see them in the top 10. I do still rate them. Obviously, they don't look as good as I thought they were going to look. I don't think they look as good as anyone thought that they were going to look unless you were saying they were going to look stunted and weirdly average on the offensive side of the ball. Keenan Allen being out for this whole season so far, basically notwithstanding. um, Herbert was a guy who was matching Patrick Mahomes on uh, yards per throw the last two seasons. The he doesn't look like himself. I don't know if it's the rib thing. I don't know if it's how the offense is is being run. He looks confused out there. He doesn't look like he's uh, he knows the plays he's supposed to be running. Quite frankly, neither did Denver. It, to me, that whole game just made it seem like they. Turned off the fucking microphones, the the headsets, and communication with each other because it just looked like the players on both sides of the ball were just confused with what their coaches were trying to tell them. It was a turgid affair, as a as a word i want to use. But yeah, a lot of these primetime games have been tough, dude. Bad. Like real, like real because they're all watches. they're all
0: Broncos games,
2: <laughs> yeah, which is wild, right? <laughs> um, and then like I I was like, please just don't look, like don't put the Bears in primetime, and it's like Thursday night, Monday night, Sunday night. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Awesome. (laughs) Let's watch Justin Fields get sacked, but like let's millions of us watch it. But you know, whatever Uh, moving on with the Chargers. I do think their defense looked like I thought their defense was going to look all season in that game. Uh, I think their defense finally clicked. I think they definitely need to get it figured out on the offensive side of the ball, but with the Chargers being eight, I guess same question to you, Mike, how solid do you think their place in this top 10 is? What do you think's going on with Herbert? Do you think it's his, his weapons being hurt? Do you think it's him being hurt? Uh, do you think it's the coaching, or a combination of all of those things, or
1: something I didn't mention? Yeah, it's, it's probably going to be a combination of all those things. Uh, I think it's easy to look as good as he looked uh, in the last couple of years when you have uh, your number one target that is healthy, Keenan Allen. But I, I think he's making Josh Palmer an, uh, like a notable name, like you, like you actually want him now as a, as a wide receiver. Uh, I I also think th- this if they rely solely on Herbert then I don't think they can go that far yet. I think they do need to rely on on the running game and and run Eckler into the ground. Also you know also keep using him in the passing game. He's having but, a great season, to be honest with you. Yeah, of course yeah, yeah. Well he's he he was their 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 most leading uh catcher in the game. Yeah. Ten catches, 47 yeah. yards. I mean so he's he's a dual threat. But What I will say is, I think that Denver is terrible. I think that this Russell is <laughs> cooked. I think this is more of who wanted to lose this game uh, more than who wanted to win. But the thing, th- th- their defense should be better than uh, than it has been so far. And I think that it is interesting that you saw J.C. Jackson get benched in the second half. Like that, he's yeah. not a he's he's not a shutdown corner. He's not a number one. I, I, so let's see what what, what they do around that but it's a tough division like they could be a really good team dk and they could still finish like 10 7 yeah
2: i i feel like there was moments from russ last night you know where he sort of looked like himself first quarter first quarter quarter is pretty good Yeah. yeah yeah His offensive line completely just like stopped trying after a while which to me the the easy way the kind of lazy way maybe to read into that is like he's a fucking weirdo Uh, He hasn't been able to get galvanize his team around him from a leadership standpoint. Everybody knows that he's kind of a weird robot and his offensive line aren't like motivated to make him not die. Um, But I mean, or maybe they just aren't great or maybe he's just not releasing the ball quick enough, which was he was definitely guilty of a couple of times last night decision making towards. From the, from the first quarter to the fourth quarter, it looks like two different brains inhabiting the same body. Like the decision making was atrocious in the fourth quarter. Like, I, I, I just, I honestly couldn't believe it. He looked like fucking Rex Grossman out there. And I just think, and yeah, the pocket was breaking down and stuff, but it's like, come on, that's Russell Wilson. That's what he does. Like, that's his, him fucking doing a little skip to my loo when the fucking co- pocket breaks down is when he's at his most dangerous. So, yes, in the first quarter, he looked like that. In the fourth quarter, he really didn't. So, were they banging him up for sure? But Jesus Christ, man, like, make some better choices.
1: DK he went ten of ten in the first quarter and then three of eighteen in the second half and over time
2: yeah that's terrible that's that's really
1: that's, that's fucking terrible
2: that's really genuinely the opposite of how you want your quarterback to play like Josh <laughs> Allen had like a tough first half against the Chiefs they made some adjustments yeah. and then he like down the stretch he, he his efficiency goes way up and that's really the 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 timeline order that you want your quarterbacks perform I mean obviously you wanted to play great the whole game but if you're gonna pick um, Bobby what do the Chargers look like to you do they look like a team that that are I mean, I feel like they're, they're, they're teetering, right? Like they can either, they're either going to click and Keen Allen's going to come back and he's going to go on a little streak. That defense is going to play a little bit more like they did last night across the rest of this season. They're going to look like the Chargers we thought they were going to look like. Young, hungry, athletic, fast, and, and winning games. Or they're going to slide. And I think I, we're going to see it over the next couple of games. And I, I, I fear it's slide because of what I've seen that coaching staff
0: do and the decisions they've been making. But which way do you see them going? Yeah, that that's that's exactly where I was going to point to it is the Chargers can can literally go two different ways and they could become a top five team in the NFL within the next month and a half. Or we could be talking about them, you know, battling it out for second place in that division. I think there is a a planet where they, they contend with the Chiefs for the top spot in that division, but they have to fix things soon. And Brendan Staley needs to stop getting out of the way, man. He, he He's another one of these coaches that this season, the decisions that are being made are are just not like they've never been made before in the history of football. And it's for a reason, you know, yeah. like these, these analytical, like, Oh, you're tied at 20. It's worth it to go for the touchdown on fourth down at the end of the fourth quarter when you're tied and can just take the lead and make the other team drive the the length of the field. You know what I mean? So it's it's, it's mind-blowing to me that... that There's been a lot of that this year, man. A lot of like, why are they going for two right now? Like, the math doesn't add up. Why are they
2: going for two? Like, a lot of that, not just with the charges. I'm talking across the whole NFL. Like, a lot of those moments where you're like, just kick the fucking extra point or like just kick right. the field goal or just, just punt it. It's fine. It's it, don't worry about it. I mean, we even talked about Harbaugh making these decisions. Like there's something been mixed into the, he's into the main the guy. He, he's the number
1: one culprit for me. He has yeah. like a 30% success rate. So the, the rest of the NFL is like, you know what? Let's do that. Let's yeah, right? do
2: that. Like, what? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> what it's, I, I feel like someone at some sort of off season coaches meeting did like a Ted talk about advanced <laughs> analytics when it comes to, like, certain situations so in the game. stupid. And they it's talk so them all stupid. into these, like, really weird situations. Be like, go for it on fourth and three in your
0: half. And it's just like, wait, wait, what are we doing? The you percentages, like, I, the percentages, the yeah, percentages what, say, w- what does the goddamn dude. football game say? Yeah. What does the yeah. gate like, right. say?
2: Right. I mean, to me, it's just like, there's a fine. There's there actually isn't that fine of a line between being aggressive and being smart. You <laughs> know, it's like or being dumb, I should say. It's like you're you're not being aggressive right now. You're being stupid. Like you're you're not putting your your team in a position to win the game. And also, the way that football works and the kind of rock paper scissors aspect of it is, whenever you decide to do that, you're telling the other side of the ball on your team that you don't trust them to get their job done. Mm-hmm. And I think that that to me is the thing that always stands out from a coaching perspective. Like if you if you are forced to kick a field goal in a situation to go up 3 points in the fourth quarter with less than 6 minutes to go, right? You're you're giving the ball back to the team with ample time to make to probably you're probably giving it back to them two or three times at that point, right? Which with 6 minutes to go depending on how the how your offensive drives go. Say you only get 3 points, 6 minutes to go. You kick that field goal and you turn around to the defense and you say, "I trust you guys." to keep them to three or less that's why i just kicked the field goal you know if you go for it you're you don't have to say anything to them you're sending them the message of like i really think we needed a touchdown because i don't think you guys can fucking stop them and honestly right. if in a game that's 13 13 that's a stupid way to treat your defense because as much as your offense might have sucked your defense has held them to the to 13 points so trust that the game isn't a high scoring game trust that that you know even if it's 2020 like Trust the game isn't a high-scoring game. Trust that your defense can make the stop and encourage them to go out there and do their jobs. I mean, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer to me, and, and it's, you know, it harkens back to, to the reason why the Patriots are on the board.
0: It does. So to bring it back to the Chargers, though, let's just say that, you know, there, there's a question internally when your star-wide receiver who's hurt tweets at the end of a game, WTF are we doing? Because they went for it on fourth and two. Instead I wouldn't of, let, instead I wouldn't of let of the players on Twitter. Like, nobody gets
2: to have a Twitter. <laughs> <on my NFL>. <laughs> Agreed.
0: Agreed. <laughs> but uh, he, he he since has deleted the tweet, but it was out there. There's no deleting
2: anything. The internet is a permanent place.
0: But, like, yep. listen, if that's happening, right, if if Keenan Allen's doing that on Twitter, you better believe that's happening within that locker room. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, that's not the first person that thinks that. That's thinks so that. leaky, so, you know? Right, exactly. So... It's just th- there definitely is red flags, but Justin Herbert and, and Keenan Allen when he's healthy and Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa, like those guys kind of put them into that top 10 because it's like we said, it's a big pile of shit underneath them. So,
1: But just yeah. think about what you just said. They, they have all those people on defense. And to Dave's point, they, they still fuck around with it yeah. and, and, and they don't trust them. Why so, spend yeah. hundreds of millions yeah. of dollars on your defense and just say, you know what, we're going to go for it yeah. instead of trusting you doesn't make any sense and well, that's and what keep them from the playoffs
2: defense like as a as a and I know this is probably a distant memory for you guys but as somebody who sports a franchise that is defense first defense is a culture you know defense is a is a mindset it's mentality oh, it's i a know these sound game, like clichés but i like- gave it's it is what it is. Like if you if you're uh, if your defense is better than your offense, you gotta lead with your defense. You you gotta say like you guys are the fucking studs. You guys are the animals. I love teams like that personally. Like it's the reason My why favorite. I've been so high in the Cowboys for the last couple of years. Like if you're a Chicago Bears fan and you don't love teams like that, you should go fucking root for the Packers. You know what I mean? Like that's what like that's what we do, right? <laughs> then so, you're
0: probably really depressed. If, yeah, <laughs> I
2: mean I am really depressed, but like that's because <laughs> of the serotonin, <laughs> but but like the it's the reason why from my perspective like I've been high on the Chargers going into this season. I've been high on the 49ers going into this season. I've been high on the Cowboys going into the season because I love a good defense. I love a good defensive performance. Like my favorite performance of this whole uh year so far has come from the San Francisco 49ers. As much as they didn't look very good against the the Atlanta Falcons. I love a good defense and to me to it's disrespectful, you know, because it's a hard job and it gets gets harder every year based on the on the Uh, rule changes and it's very like I grew up playing Madden to to just go like no we'll score again you know it's like nah dude trust your defense man I need them to make (laughs) better decisions in that sense and and big up those players because they have studs all over the field the Chargers on on the defensive side of the ball and if you have a guy on your team with the last name Bosa you should trust your defense to fucking do what they're gonna do you know what I mean like it just is what it is so It's disappointing how that team is being run because I really genuinely believe that they have a ton of talent. Let's move on to number seven. Uh, Surprising, I think, drop in on this. But I I mean, record wise, no, but I didn't think I was going to see the New York Jets on the on the power rankings top 10 this year to the point where I'm going to be really with you. Like, I have not been paying much attention to them. Like, I don't have any other players on my fantasy team. I did not think that they were going to be good. And I, I need someone to explain to me what it is that got the New York Jets on the, the top 10 of the power rankings. And so, if anyone can, I, I mean, I'm not saying they shouldn't be there. But like, what is it that have gotten the New York Jets as the named as one of the best seven teams in the NFL?
0: So they're, they've got, so first of all, the least expected name I've ever had to put on this power rankings.
2: Both New but, York teams. We wouldn't but, have. Both have, all <laughs> of them. Yeah, both yeah. of them. Giants but, are next,
0: they, by the way. Spoiler alert. They, they earned it. If you look at the schedule, man, the, the they've had the the signature young team wins the past three weeks. Where they have the, the game that they had no business winning in Pittsburgh, where they scored two touchdowns in the last two minutes. Then they have the big divisional game where they absolutely spanked the Dolphins. And then they come back and have that big game against the big team, the Packers, that no one expected them to beat. And they come out and just dominate them. I just think, Mike, I said this to you. I don't know if you remember this, but during our, our first initial power rankings, I was like, the Jets are my weird, like, why are they yeah. in the playoffs team? But they, they just have that swag, man. The, the, a coach calls them the baby Jets. And any well, Baby Bears mean, is a lot
2: cooler, <laughs> just for the records. <laughs> What I mean, this, the, the, we we did the baby bears thing first. There's alliteration in that. Baby jets <laughs> is fucking stupid. Why wouldn't you say junior jets? You guys are fucking stupid. It's super oh, that, dumb. Alliteration
0: is important. That is way is
1: better. That, well, way better, right? that makes also, me hate um, them. Their, their <laughs> top five, their top oh. five draft picks are all starting on defense. Yeah, sauce and they're contributing, bro. Sauce right. Gardner
0: is is already a top three cornerback in in the NFL. He he is locked down, shut down from day one. That dude is legit it, it, i don't know i just love their their fun team to watch at least on defense because they just have that swag exactly like you said like defense is a culture and when you yeah. have a team that has that kind of defense it, it exhibits this kind of swag that just comes off of them where you're just like bro i love this team like sauce Gardner putting on the cheese head uh as he's walking off like uh people were giving a shit. For, i love i love that, that yeah. like that love gets that. me so fired up bro that he was like yeah let's go he, he said Green Bay felt like home to them. Like it wasn't even a road game for them. Like that yeah. shit, bro, that shit, that shit runs through your locker room. And, and that's the type of stuff that gets you those weird playoff teams that you
1: never expect.
2: Totally. Mike, what do you think? Uh, are these Jets yeah.
1: for real? Yes. Yes. I, I, I wholeheartedly think that they're for real. I think that that defense is, it, it's, and they kind of remind me a lot like, uh, or, or remind me of the Bears, DK, in the sense that they're a young team and they have a pretty good foundation. I I also, I love their coach and it finally feels like they're, they're putting Zach Wilson in a situation where they don't expect too much from him. They don't want him to don't lose us again. You don't need to win us one. Just don't lose us one for now. Uh, But, and he's an exceptional talent. Like he has arm strength. He's got it all. So they have that. They figure out their running game, but that defense, man, I, I, I said in the, in the preseason, I think that the Patriots are going to be closer to the jets than they were to the bills. I mean, if the Jets keep rolling, I don't think it's going to be that close. I mean, yeah. we, the Patriots are, the four, are, are number four in their division. Yeah, time, but I mean, a division, either, I think, that has
2: a lot more wins at this point in the season than we thought it was going to as a whole, right? I mean, yeah, the the Patriots coming third or fourth in their division was isn't incredibly surprising to me uh, coming into the season, but to come in fourth where everybody's over 500, like, is that is that yeah. a, real, a real possibility that we might actually see? Like, that's... That's the strongest division at that point, right? Uh, you know, you you have, I mean, I know Miami is having trouble at the moment because they tried to kill their quarterback. And I know that um, <laughs> I, I still like their coach, though. Like, he's funny. <laughs> like, he's he's entertaining.
0: But he just, um, I feel like he just broke that. He's like, bro, you'll be fine. Come on, bro.
2: It's fine. It's fine. I mean, I know you're not making any sense when you talk right now, but you should just play. But yeah, I mean, that's cool. I I, I like a good defensive team. I don't like the Jets
0: though. Something it's about scary. the franchise. Listen, but, you know. They are hard
1: like, to like, but this team's likable. Yeah. yeah. If that makes it, sense. It, it's yeah. one of
0: those where, like, listen, I had, like, no faith that they were going to beat the Packers, and it was one of those where, like, if if they do this this will bring them to the point where, where they can be a believable, good team. But because can we talk about the Packers' function, Lam- though? Like, I mean, that has to play some sort of a, of a part of it. But it's still going into Lambo as a young football team and coming out of there with a win, regardless of what they're playing like. like it's yeah, still but I mean, this is, this
2: is an iteration of the Packers that looks like it can lose at Lambeau. To a team like the Jets, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not taking, I'm not taking anything work. away from, I'm not taking anything away from the Jets. I'm really, I'm really not like I, they win and they're win, and, and the Packers have looked a little trick or treat this season, but you know, both, both good or bad. I, I mean, Aaron Rodgers coming out after the game and being like simpler needs to be simpler. And then Matt LaFleur being like, I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> 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 it's like, guys, honestly. Whatever dysfunction you have, I mean, I, I obviously revel in it. Uh, the it. only thing I like better than a Bears win is a Packers loss. But the, you know, d- your dysfunction at least keep it behind closed doors. Like at least no, don't come out in the press. And obviously, Aaron Rodgers has gone weird. You know, I mean, he's not Kanye weird. Uh, he's he hasn't become like a full blown anti semite, but he's gone fucking weird. He's he's a weird dude. He's doing fucking. I don't
0: know. He's definitely different. He's definitely. Since he did the ayahuasca, his his whole persona is a little different.
2: And the whole, like, his family doesn't speak to him thing. Like, I mean, this family might be assholes, but, like, what's. Why do I know Uh, about that? Who's his publicist? It's fucking weird, you know. And he looks like he's about to ask me to, like, sign up for something outside the fucking grocery store. Also, it's like, dude, it's, it's not a good look. So and also, he doesn't seem like he cares that they're losing. He, he, doesn't, just, he, doesn't I mean, care. he And he might, he might care. He doesn't seem like he cares. And I feel like that, you know, that trickles down to the guy that doesn't get to talk to Aaron Rodgers on the roster. You know what I mean? Like that guy that might need to come up and make a big play. He's like, well, Aaron Rodgers doesn't give a fuck if we want to lose. So like, why do I give a fuck if we want to lose? Like, that's just, it's not a good attitude for him in the press conferences. Again, I love it. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to see the Jets beat a team that isn't obviously dysfunctional
0: that it, to, to start to say like, they're the real deal. That that's just me. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, uh, remember, I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers, has the most passes behind the line of scrimmage so far in the NFL this year. That's so absurd for Aaron Rodgers, of all people. Well, it's to, because, to be you know, that set.
1: When he says, well, like, offense
0: make looks it's, weird as fuck. It's because it's of all the rookie wide receivers. That's 100% why, but then it just goes back to, like, listen, they did this to themselves. This is, like, what I was talking about with the Cowboys. It's like, listen, you can't let everyone go. And bring in rookies and expect it to be okay. Yeah, but you also
2: can't like you also can't like not trust your coaches ever and bring in new regimes every like few years because like you're a little bitch and what you say goes because you're Aaron Rodgers and then expect a dynasty to be built around you because everybody's gonna have different opinions on who who should be in there. This is what happens when you don't give people time to build a team. So like I, I have no sympathy for them.
1: Not that I would anyway, but Mike, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, Simpler and Aaron Rodgers' mind is, like, his his entire career, I think he's really talented. I think there's, there's a little something going on personally, and I'd love to get into that at some point in time. Totally. But now's not the time. Um, <laughs> totally. It's creepy. Like, <laughs> I don't know like, like what it what, is. What, but, like, sim- like, Simpler is, I'm just going to drop back. I'm going to run around a little bit, and Jordy or Devontae or uh, Randall Klopp is just going to run. There's no, I'm going to be a route. I'm just going to beat their guy. I'm just going to throw it there.
0: That's all have the best he's ever known. NFL, that's, so it's fine, that's all you know. he's Blue. ever known. That's a that's because I don't know if you remember like the exactly the Jordy days all that. What he used to do is they do the rollout, and then one of their wide receivers would cut to over to the sideline, and that was like their number one play. Like he that's was so good at that that throw on the side. It was line. a really hard throw on the yeah. It is, but like he would be able to make it. You're right. You're right. He he he's used to that that street football where it breaks down. Someone gets open, and he hits that open dude. But guess what? No one's open. <laughs> right? no, no one that's is why he's, you, That's why that's why he runs the flats runner, every every right, play, okay. you know, and it's and there's
2: nobody there for him. And you know, he's throwing it like I think what he's trying to do too is he's trying to go like, okay, well, how do I simplify the offense for myself if I have to make these under, underneath passes all the time? If I have to pass to the flats, he's going to his tight ends. The problem is his tight ends are, you know, they're good, they're decent, but they're not Kelsey, Gronkowski level good. They're still fucking tight ends is the problem. So, how much how many tight ends in the league can make a play after you give them the ball? Like uh, five yards past the line of scrimmage, not that many. They might be able to catch it and they're big, so they might be able to fall backwards a little bit, but you're not making explosive plays like you're used to seeing the Packers make. I will say they're I think they have the best run uh uh committee of running backs in right. the NFL. Like, I think the way that they split the touches for their running backs and the way they use their running backs is better than any other team. Like it's genuinely like it should be studied. Like, this is how you get two good, the most out of two good running backs. This is when you use them. This is when you fill in. Like, this is when this guy spells this guy. This is going to be the reception guy for this situation. Like, they're great at that. So, and he's always had good running backs. So, I, you know, always, I, I, I t- it's like when they say, oh, Tom Brady's always had a great defense. It's like, well, Aaron Rodgers already had, always had great, great running backs. It's like, <laughs> it just is what it is. So, I mean, I I know we're stuck now on the Packers and we should have been well, talking so, about that, so, but like they are an important team to talk about. I I'm curious where you guys think they're they're going.
0: So just steer, so that's that's why that went over the Packers was impressive because exactly what you just said, where they have those two impressive backs. Total, those two were uh, nineteen for sixty right. in, yeah. in in that game. So, I mean, A.J. Dillon uh, averaged 4.1, but they shut Aaron Jones down. Like, it, it was no, no room for Aaron Jones. So, the fact they were able to shut that down is impressive. The Packers, though, bro, that's, that's panic button central. They're, yeah. already, they're already on the rumor mill for a wide receiver. Something has to change there because you can't run a college-style offense. There's not even like a good college. It's like you can't run the offense from Navy. With the pack, you know what I mean. Like that's that's, that's not going to work. So some something's got to change. Where it, it's either got to come from Lafleur, 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 uh, or Rogers. But it's. Panic button central in Green Bay for sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, except for Aaron Rodgers, he can't panic anymore because he lives on a different plane. Uh, right, right, but by the way, uh, I would love to get to the center of those those issues with with a with Aaron. If you want to, you want to hit me up, we can take. Dude, I
2: you can come on the show, <laughs> we can talk. I will be aggressive, but you can handle it.
0: So, moving on to the Giants, the other New York
2: team that makes this list, uh, right above the the New York Jets. I like this team. I, I like the way they're coached. I like mm-hmm. the way they're motivated. I like the way that they're using Saquon Barkley. I like that they're keeping him safe, but uh, keeping his his productivity high. I like the way they're using their quarterback, who is obviously limited in a lot of ways, but they're using him to win games. They look like a seven out of 10 at everything that they do to me. And but most of all, considering what has emerged as, as the theme of this show, they're one of the few very well-coached teams in the league. And I think from a uh man management motivational standpoint from a tactical standpoint from a game time uh management standpoint they look fucking great from the coaching side of the ball it makes me super jealous and i just uh i'm not to by the way, i'm not saying eberflus is like a bad coach it remains to be seen but he's making a lot of the same mistakes in the he's no anyway. brian dayball though is what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i just think like <laughs> i just think they're super well coached you know i think that um it looks to me like a coaching staff that looked at a team and said, "I think I know what to do with that team to make them into winners," and and they came in, they executed that game plan to quite honestly perfection up until this point. I think once some tape emerges, we'll start to see some of the personnel holes that they definitely have get exploited. Once they once that we get into the sort of the middle and the end of the season, I, I think it's difficult to to ride the wave of momentum that they've been riding. But as of right now. Can't slight them. They've done what they've done. So uh Mike, to you, what is it that's made this Chargers, uh, Chargers, this Giants team good? And what is it that they're gonna have to do to sustain it?
1: Uh, so I, I think it's their grit, and that's that's such a useless, shitty thing for me to say because I can't <laughs> let this. That's, that's, <laughs> like, it's all like tangible, but a very Dan, <laughs> a a Dan, Dan Campbell's. Yeah, will. it just sucks. But like all right, so <laughs> you think about it this way. They're, they're they're five and one, right? Yeah, and, and their their point differential is plus fourteen. Yeah. So they're not blowing any teams out, so they no, will win grit yeah. you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but to your point though, what happens when a team figures out how to stop Saquon Barth? Because then do you trust Daniel Jones and his wide receiving core, which isn't great to win you a game? I don't know. I I just feel like Again, another you know useless platitude. But this, I think, this <laughs> entire team, like they, they, they just all actually believe in each other. So that they're yeah. making up for it, they're overcompensating. You, you uh, sound I, so.
0: You sound so much like a Dan Campbell press conference right now. Yeah, we really yeah, just got to put our. This best This is my foot TED forward. talk on how to
1: on how to lose fucking uh, listeners on a podcast. But like, in reality, I, I think we're we're gonna, we're going to figure <laughs> out when they come up against a team that shuts Saquon out. If if Daniel Jones shifts his pants like he has in the in the, in the last two years, then we know that he's probably not going to be uh, on the giants next year, but I, I, I just think week six, I would have never guessed that the Giants were going to be six. zero. I don't think anybody Ever. was going to, to be Ever. honest with
2: you. I, And I, but I do see your point. I think that, you know, much like we were talking about with the Packers just now, there's always going to be a game where a team figures out how to stop the run. There just always is. Uh, if if you rely on the run to set up your passing, you can survive that. If you rely on the run to spell your quarterback or to to confuse defenses, you can survive that. If you rely on the run to win you games, and I think I've been saying this on this podcast, and I think you have too, Mike, for a long time. If you rely on the run to win you games, that is going to blow up in your fucking face. And I right. think that is definitely true the Giants. Listen, I don't blame them. If I had Saquon Barkley, you know what they used to say about Jim Brown? I mean, this was a different version of the NFL, obviously, but they used to say about Jim Brown, if you have the biggest cannon, you got to fire it. If you got Saquon Barkley, you fucking use Saquon Barkley, but I absolutely agree with you that they are going to find themselves, especially at are now a playoff team. They're on track to be a playoff team. If they get into the playoffs, they're going to find themselves in a situation where Saquon Barkley cannot win the game for them. And then you have to ask Jan- Daniel Jones to do it. And then they're all going home. So, or, just a game but, against, but,
0: or just a game against Philly. Like that's, that's gonna be the first. Like you, you can't, can't keep you up with that. Right. The the thing Fair is much. with them is like that's almost like their strategy. Like, e- even if someone does stop Zaquan, I don't see anyone taking a two, three touchdown lead against this team into the fourth. And, and that that's that's all Dabo wants to do is stay in these games. Because he knows when it comes down to that fourth quarter, he can beat anyone. He can now strategize anyone in one quarter. You know what I mean? Anyone can win anyone in fifteen minutes of football. But but Having, having ex- that extend to the whole four quarters is 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 different. But to look ahead at what their schedule is, right? So the next four weeks they have the Jags, the Seahawks, the Texans, and the Lions. Then they play the Cowboys again. But those four games, they should easily win three out of four of those games. So all right, even if they it, even if they go two and two, that's they haven't fine. easily There's won. Still any games. seven the and three
2: they haven't right. easily won anything like right. to, to, up until this point, like that, like Mike said, they've, they've toughed out a few games. Like they've, they've managed games. Well, like, you know, I was
0: talking about at the start, but like they've, they're not blowing anybody out, you know, like but they're not beaten, like the Eagles. They've beaten the Packers and the Raven. I guess those teams are pretty flawed so far. And flawed, they beat the Titans. But still, those, those, those are, those are pretty decent teams. But, so but far. I mean, they, but they're not no, I'm, I'm
2: not taking this away from the Giants. This is part of what I like about them. Like, what they're doing and what we're seeing as an example from them if you take your exact perfect examples the packers the ravens teams with full of talent can still lose if you give gifts to the other team if you if you yep. if you hand them ways to beat you that will be possible the giants don't do that i i love that about them like they don't they say if you're if you're going to beat us you better beat us you know you got to come beat us fair and square fucking kingsbury rules like one on one we got to do this. I'm we're not going to hand you any gifts. We're not going to we're not going to rack up 17 penalties. We're not going to cough up a bunch of stupid turnovers like the like certain teams in Chicago like to do at the last 2 minutes of games. That you know, we're not we're not going to give you any <laughs> gifts. So we'll beat the flawed teams. Now, there are teams out there with innumerable talent on their roster that aren't doing that either. You know what I mean? Like they're going to come up against the Cowboys team that don't beat themselves, you know, uh, they they had to get beat by the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, like it's and I'm you know, sorry to to spoil this, but we'll come on to talk about that. But I, you know, I, I just think I've seen it time and time again in the NFL, like you can manage your way to a few wins, but talent is what gets you it, it, deep in the playoffs. Like studs it, is what gets you deep in the playoffs and they got Saquon, but uh, what does That's he look it. like with some miles on his on his legs? You know, going into week nineteen or whatever it's it's going to be for them. So we'll see. I mean, I I appreciate your faith in them, and I know
0: why you like them. They're very likable. I'm not trying to poke holes in them. I just I do see Mike's point. Question for you. is this the most impressive first year coaching job you've ever seen? Ever? I, I'm I, I think it's up there. It, it's it, I can't think of another one where he took a team that was f- with no talent and. Excelled to this point, you know. Not I mean? that I
2: can remember. I mean, I'd love to see. You know, I'd love to see. I, mean, off coach head, I a year at this point. Right? Yeah, yeah sure. No, totally. I maybe in recent memory, I would. I wouldn't say it definitively without like googling Bill Parcells' think, his
1: first season as head coach, yeah, or you know, like. It's still the other Harbaugh with, with the 49ers I mean, yeah, he took that team out of the abyss and then brought them to I think three straight NFC title games and one Super Bowl. Yeah, with Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick.
2: Yeah. Kaepernick was a fucking stud when he first came in, though. But yeah, in all. Yeah, training. that 20,
1: 2012 year, I mean, he was. But Alex Smith was the starter, and they were seven and three. Packers over. That Packers yeah.
2: playoff game. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, how about them Cowboys, Bobby? <laughs> Number five. Uh, tough loss. <laughs> I'm sorry that happened. I'll be honest with you. I didn't see the Cowboys winning that game. Think. I don't think they're a bad team. I don't. I but I, I think we're going to come up to the and we talked about this a little bit. And this was sort of your point last time we talked about the Dallas Cowboys. We're going to come up to the limitations of Cooper Rush at some point. It was going to happen, and it was probably going to happen against a really good team like the the Philadelphia Eagles. Clearly, are. I mean, they're undefeated. As much as I wanted to talk shit about them at the start of the year, they're fucking undefeated, which means they're undeniable. So. What what takeaways did you get, Bobby, from, from your from your Cowboys team? Uh, what do you want to see when Dak obviously inevitably comes back now? I don't think that's a conversation anymore. If you're throwing three fucking dots to the team in a different color than you, that's it's not a great look, uh, especially when you're trying to keep your job. So when Dak comes back, would you like to still see this uh, to Kellen, as we've all come to affectionately refer to him, would you like to see him keep this same simplistic offense that, that uh, Cooper's been running? Or do we go back to what they were doing before and try and let Dak figure it out? Or they're in a they're in a weird limbo here. I mean, it's another team that could that could push or slide depending on, on some key factors over the next few weeks. So, when is Dak coming back, by the way? Is it next That's week? Week. That's yeah. week? Yeah. So, he's coming back next week for sure. So, obviously he's going to start what this, what kind of a Cowboys week, team? Guess.
0: Yeah, well, sure. What what kind of a Cowboys team do you want to So, I just think you, you keep that same idea of the offense. You just expand it a little bit and give an opportunity for those big plays which they, they already still kind of were. It's just Rush wasn't delivering on them. You know, each of the interceptions was at least 15, 20 yards down the field. By the way, that duck to CeeDee Lamb when he was wide open was one of the worst <laughs> I've ever seen <laughs> in my goddamn life. But no, that, that's that wasn't this past week was exactly why Cooper Rush can't be the starting quarterback. You know what I mean? When, when, when yeah. you have to rely on solely his arm because our, our run game isn't isn't getting that movement. You saw what happened. He had a one, a, a one, pass the rating in the first half was i i just with this team they very easily are the second best team in the NFC. you know what i mean it's very possible that that's the way this is going to shake out so you i just can't see them uh you know wasting this out i can definitely see it i don't want to see them waste this opportunity without expanding this offense for Dak. Cause if you add an electric quarterback or an electric offense onto this team with that defense, and even if we're putting up 24 points a game, we're going to be a tough team to beat down the stretch. Tough team.
1: I just want to say, because I, I, I listened to a show when I was uh, when I was on my, on my honeymoon and I heard you both mention me about how I was telling you that the Cowboys are going to be in it just to fuck with you and just to be a, like an asshole. I, I didn't say you. that. No, no didn't Bobby didn't. I said, man. I said, was, yeah. was
2: surprised to hear that Mike was yeah. high on the Cowboys yeah. before. Cause I didn't remember you saying that. And Bobby was like, he's just fucking with yeah.
1: me. <laughs> no. Uh, so I understand why you feel that way. Uh, but I was telling you that because I, that's, that's how much, uh, I believe in that division, just fucking each other. That's what, that's, that's what they do. Like you just never know in the NFC East. What I will say is I, I think when Dak comes back, as long as Callum Moore doesn't become a paranoid schizophrenic like he was in the first couple of weeks doing all these double, double reverses and jet sweeps and all this crap that doesn't fit Dak, Dak is, gonna, is going to make your lackluster wide receiving core better because he, he throws to the open guy. He, he loves C D Land too, but he, he made him. Like he, that's why you love him. I also thought that this was Zeke's best game of the mm-hmm. season. So if you can split thirty carries between those two, however way you however way you want to do it, and you get a buck fifty out of that out of that out of those backs, then anyone you play is in trouble. I just think I'll tell you why that
2: is. I'll tell you why that is because if you have a defense like you have, if you're able to run that clock and keep them off the field and fresh to go make plays for you then you win games. If That's you ask them to stay, stay out on the field for a long time, it's really fucking, it's harder. It's physically harder to play defense in the NFL. It's, you, you have to run more. You have to anticipate more. You don't get to make the first move. You're always reacting, right? So it's just, it's more of a toll physically. Also, I think there's a little bit of a bigger drop-off in the, the sort of quote unquote skill positions on defense, you know, like the, the safeties and stuff. If you have a stud safety, chances are you don't have another stud safety sitting right underneath them. Like you might have for running back, for example, or you might have three very serviceable tight ends, you know? So I think keeping those guys, keeping your offense on the field for as long as possible, managing clock and almost asking Dak to not be the guy that he thinks he is, which is, in the class of the Aaron Rodgers and the and the Tom Brady's and the and the the guys who go out and win you games and asking him to be a little bit more of a game manager so your defense can win you the games just he just like it's the agreement for in the in the in Dallas should be if you ask me just score 17 points if you go out there and you score 17 points we will win you the game from there because we'll keep them to 13 or we'll keep them to 10 or we'll keep them to 6 like that if you guys score 17 points every game and, and you're on the field, the offense is on the field longer than the defense is, you win every single one of those games. I guarantee it. Yeah. So to me, it's about managing your games, you know, and it's just about how successful you can do that. And the Cowboys, unfortunately, are the worst franchise to be given that remit. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> like, yeah, that's part of the way, because the second Dak Prescott starts making some plays, he's going to be like, it's my time, baby. And it's just going to go fucking berserk. So that's... So,
0: that really is the mo with Dak though. Is like when you look at what's made him successful so far in his career, it's when they play you know f- football that's not based solely off of him. What, the year that his rookie year, it was it was Zeke's offense. You know what I mean? Yep. He he had eighteen hundred yards that first season, like fourteen touchdowns. That Zeke was a monster. The next time they were good to get at, uh, I think it was two years ago. Uh, I guess and last year, last year was the defense, and then two three years ago, also the defense. Plus Z. That was like the Jalen Smith Van Der season where they were like the, well, you also had a the had a wide receivers at that point. But, and, right. and, but like putting too much on Dak has always shown that it isn't gonna work out well for us in the end. We'll win a couple games, we'll score forty points in a few games, but being the number one ranked passing offense with Dak Prescott hasn't worked out for us in the past. Yeah. So so that ball control, you know, rely on your defense is is definitely the way we need to go with this team. Because that's the way that you're going to go far in the playoffs, too. Especially in the NFC.
2: If Dak Prescott had to come into the league 15 years sooner, he would have been, like, the greatest quarterback ever. Because I just think that the margin for mistakes at the quarterback position and the reliance on uh, quarterbacks to win you games is is his sort of albatross. It's it's his downfall. Because, you know, Brett Favre, if you remember, used to, it was, like, the riskiest fucking quarterback of all time. Like, I'm pretty sure he holds the interception record. So, so because he would just fucking fling it in there and he would just try to make plays and you could afford to do that in that version of the nfl now the speed of defensive backs the hands of defensive backs the way that defensive uh, players are able to make plays the way that that defenses are asked to play you can't do it anymore so he's almost he's He's transitionary, a man out of time to me. You know, it's like when you see a a center who can't stretch the floor in the NBA, which is, you know, also we also have an NBA show up. Uh, You guys should listen to that or we will. (laughs) We're going to record after this, (laughs) but uh, it doesn't exist yet, but I promise it will. But, uh, you know, I I think he's 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 kind of transitionary in that in that way. Don't you think? Because he's not uh, a Josh Allen or a Patrick Mahomes. He he is more of a of a Brett Favre, of a Ben Roethlisberger, you know, like he, he does sort of he does sort of have that frame. He does sort of have that mentality. Or am I way off base? You
0: no, know, I, I think you're spot on. And I think that that's what makes him have even a, of a higher ceiling than than even he realizes, because if uh, a big theme throughout this show has been game managing quarterbacks, you look at this top 10 right now, the the Pats, the Jets, the Giants all these teams are, are are not letting their quarterback beat them and relying on other areas of their team to win games. The Cowboys can do all that. Yep. Plus, you have a quarterback who can make the plays and win you a game. He doesn't have to do it, but when it comes down to it, he can. So I, I just think if they do this right, they absolutely have another level to go to, and the sky's the limit for them. However, <laughs> it is still the goddamn Dallas Cowboys. They <laughs> still will run a draw play with 13 seconds left, like like that. That's definitely it's an just ban draw plays, right? To be it, honest, yeah. In Dallas, <laughs> it's, it's it just, just not necessary. Um, but yeah, so th- that's that's where I'm at with this team. We're like, listen, I, my my upside is very high on this team, it, as it was last year. I think it's even better this year because of how they fought. Even in this past game, they fought back. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were down 17 nothing, almost came back, but. It's all with a grain of salt, and, and I'm staying like six feet away at all times because I'm like, <laughs> "Where is it coming? I think it's Too coming."
2: <laughs> Mike, if you had to put all of your money uh, on whether the Cowboys are higher or lower in the power rankings come the end of the season,
1: which way you bet? Because there a they car- are right now, other than any other team. Oh, than five. Oh. Uh, Keep okay, in mind, Bobby so makes that. Bob, I was going to say, in Bobby's power <laughs> rankings or the non-biased depends one, depends
0: how that last playoff game goes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'll say, I'll say they'll send me the top ten, but they'll be lower than five. Gotcha. I'll,
2: I'll, I'll bet the house on it. So Mike believes in the Cowboys, but maybe not as much as Bob does. Uh, but that's right. good. That's good. That's what we want to see from a fan. But here we go with the fucking Vikings, number four. Uh, uh, I, you know, I mean. Look, they've got a lot of skill players and, and a lot of studs on the team. I get it. They won their game. I get it. I just I don't buy it. I the don't five buy one. it. Kirk Cousins, though. <laughs> I just want to see it. I want to see him win in primetime. I want to see him win a fucking playoff game. He is the best practice guy i bet in the world i bet he's the best quarterback in practice you've ever seen in your life uh when it comes to actual big games though i just don't see it i mean 10 a.m on a sunday kirk cousins no fucking worries but <laughs> i don't know man you know i it's uh i don't know so do you Do you tell me bobby number four the vikings they're they're almost as good as the kansas city chiefs according to you so just no. please explain it to no you. they're
0: not listen there's there's a they're big, one p- one place away from them. no no there's a big separate it's like the heisman vote where it's like the top three they're on a thousand <laughs> points and then like number four is a tight end from like indiana <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean that's that, that's where we're at here but but the the vikings man it's so i i heard a great analysis of kirk cousins on um uh, in, another famous podcast everyone listened to bmt but he he was talking about how this is the first stage of the kirk cousins evolution where it's like Kirk Cousins win the game at 1 p.m. He looks amazing. The next one is like he's, and Kirk he's Cousins like, team that game, like though, the team, like, though it's It's like there. he's 18 for 20, you
2: know, 304 right, right. yards. It looks and amazing. Jefferson has 170 yeah. yards. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Next week they beat the I don't even a team on this list. Next week they beat the Bengals. You know, like you're like, oh, 4 p.m. game. He was all right. <laughs> then you have that primetime Kirk game where you see it go all downhill again. And that's definitely the way it's gonna work. I don't think the Vikings are gonna be able to go to the Super Bowl. That's not that's not like no. my projection for them. But if they get that Saturday one PM playoff game, you better believe they can win it. Sunday no, no. eight p.m. playoff game, not again. Wouldn't be a bad day for
1: them to win their division either at this point. If, if the word if the word playoff is in it, I don't bet Kirk Cousins is gonna win it. Number well, this, one. Number- they're they're gonna win that north, right? There's there's do uh, you,
0: you think the Packers are coming back in the NFC North, honestly? I,
1: I think that there's, okay, I believe in the Vikings folding more than I believe in the Packers, you know, uh, uh, overcoming the odds, if that, if that makes any sense. This game, uh, Kirk Cousins went like 15 of 30 for 170 yards, and 110 of them were to Justin Jefferson. If Tua was on the field, and I can't I'm, cannot believe I'm saying this, if they, <laughs> if they were not going against Teddy Bridgewater or Skylar Thompson, the Dolphins win this game, and it's not close. Like it, there was nothing. This was the most Kirk Cousins win uh, that I could, that I could ever see. I, I don't. I, I Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I just. I mean, I thought the better team lost that game. To be honest with you, like, they I, did. Like
2: I, I, I just. That's just Agreed. what it looked like to me. I'm in mean, a little biased with those fuckers with those Vikings, but. I don't know, man. I just think they've got weird holes. You know, it's like a team where it's like, Oh man, like really great skill position. But like, if you go into their Madden roster, I bet their right guard is rated like a 63, you know, it's just like, there's just weird little things about their team that when I watch them, I'm like, mm, that, that'd get exploited. That'd get exploited. That's too simple. You know, they, they don't have studs in that area of the field. And I just think they just look soft. You know, they have, they look like they have a soft underbelly that could be exploited by like a really hardcore team. Like, like yeah. a dome team.
0: They're, 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 yeah. your, they're your typical yeah. dome team. Isn't yeah. that isn't that like the M.O. of the entire goddamn NFL right now? You know, yeah, it, literally, literally <laughs> every single team except for that top three, ha, it, it, you, you could describe in that exact way. There's not one that you're not like, what the fuck was that? What's going on? What are you doing? Except for yeah. those top three teams. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, the, those three teams are different than everyone else. And, and right yeah. now, the Vikings are 5-1, and, and and and... On top of shit mountain, as far as (laughs) I'm concerned, that's that's the way it looks in the NFL right now. So last week,
2: uh, when it was myself, Robert and uh, Joe, we did something a little different with the top three. And I think we should do it again this this week because the landscapes changed a little bit. I'm going to talk to you guys about this top three, which is the Chiefs, the Bills and the Eagles all as as a group package. Last week, I asked the question to Joe and to Bobby, if the Chiefs and the Bills were playing tonight in the AFC championship game, who are you taking? I'm going to ask that question again, knowing now that the bills just beat the chiefs in prime time. And I wouldn't say it looked incredibly convincing. I wouldn't say either team looked their best, but Bobby, do you amend your answer from last week? uh, Now that you've seen what you've seen from, from a, from a head to head matchup from those teams. And if they face each other in the AFC championship game, who are you taking?
0: I do change it. Honestly, last week I said the chiefs when it came down to that playoff atmosphere, but to me, last night in Arrowhead, for the Bills to come out and not even play their best football. Like that, that's not the best game that we've seen the Bills play and look easily. I, I don't want to say easy, but they looked like the better football team from beginning to end. And, and it seems like when they wanted to do uh, or when they needed to do what they needed to do, they they did it. You know what I mean? Like they, they were able to do, you know, make that big play. They were able to get, get it to digs on that big third down. It just, it just seems like when the bills are, are running their offense and their game, they are a better team than the chiefs at this point. And honestly, I, I'm ready to say, I think Josh Allen might be better than Mahomes. man. Josh Allen is something because let's wait,
2: let's wait until he's got some silver around his hand. Well, I agree. I
0: agree. So career wise. No, but, but if you ask me right now, one game to win. What quarterback am I taking? I think I'm taking Josh Allen, man, because of that rushing that he brings along with it. It's, it's really—it's not like you to be reactionary. He's <laughs> he, never, <laughs> never. Um, but he's like Mike Allstott with an arm. That's—that's that's how he runs the football, and it's just—it's so different than. Anything. He's a different.
2: He's a different iteration of, the, of of quarterback, and I and I do agree with you there. I'm still taking Pat Mahomes personally, but we'll get to that. Mike, same question. You didn't get a chance to answer this last week. And I do think it is. And there's a follow up question that that brings in the number one team. But in a playoff situation, knowing what you know in their regular season head to head now, in a playoff situation, I know it's difficult to answer just reeling from like the primetime game that we all watched last night. In a playoff situation,
1: Bills, Chiefs, who are you taking? Chiefs. I I just, I I think this is still Mahomes' league until, I mean, until it isn't. He has to be dethroned. Uh, And I think last, you know, I just think that these are the two top, uh, the top two teams in the AFC for sure. But something weird happens with Buffalo in the playoffs. I don't know. I I don't want to say that they're chokers because I do think that they could play this game in uh, Kansas City, Buffalo, freaking the Netherlands. And it wouldn't, like, I don't think home field advantage matters to these people because both home, uh, they're just used to playing on the road and they're used to playing in front of, in front of, uh, like, raucous crowds. I, I just, the Bills have a better defense. I think they have a better number one wide receiver. Obviously, the tight end goes to uh, to to Casey, but Mahomes has taken. His, he's never played an AFC title game, not at Arrowhead. So that means he's always the, he's always the best team in, in, in his conference. So I'm, I'm still going to take him. So if you've, right
0: now if if you were to line the Chiefs and Bills up against each other, ten games, we're playing right in a row every week. I'm pretty sure the Bills win seven of those games. Because because the, the, I, th- I think that's how much better they are. The, I think they win at least seven of those games. And I, I also think that when it comes to that, that late game situation, right? You guys remember this when the Chiefs used to be down 28 to 14, 35 to 21, need that late drive with 12 seconds left against the goddamn bills. You knew they were going to score. You knew it. It, yeah. it, it was it, it was already written on paper they were going to overtime they were going down the field they were going to do what they had to do i don't feel that with this team guys i, I i'm not i'm not hating on them i just don't feel that that assurance that i felt before like like that that knowing of they're going to drive down the field because they're the goddamn chiefs and that's what they do it's not it's not there anymore are you sure cuz they've kind of looked like that this season they still <laughs> have they like that I mean,
2: yeah, well, I mean, maybe not so much against the Bills. And I think the Bills played a really smart game against them. But like, yeah, even most, if, they, they, I still they, think they can score at will. Did you put, see Travis Kelsey get like nine touchdowns in one game? Like it's they're still the fucking cheaps, dude. Like I at the end of the day, I, I would love to see the stats. I don't have these in front of me and I, I'm completely guessing, but I would love to see the stats on playoff matchups when two Titans, two juggernauts go at each other in the regular season, because I bet I'd be willing to bet that the playoff winner was the regular season loser a lot of the time. I think if you're seeing each other in the AFC Championship game and you're the Buffalo Bills, you're you've shown more of your hand to win the regular season game than the than the than the Chiefs have. I also think I don't think Sean McDermott's a bad coach by any stretch of the imagination, but I think Andy Reid is a better one. I think that the running game for the Kansas City Chiefs is clearly better i think that they have guys at their rb2 and rb3 positions that are better than devin singletary has been for a lot of this season to be quite honest with you and i don't think that the bills can figure out how to even run the ball when josh allen isn't doing it it's weird it looks weird they can't get it figured out you can exploit that i think that pat mahomes is still a big game player so he's proven that he can win huge fucking games of football and super bowls josh allen hasn't done that I think if it's a playoff situation like the 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 way that the hypothetical is framed, I gotta take the Chiefs. I but, gotta take the Chiefs. But now red but zone now, offense,
0: Chiefs, because, all day. Like it's just to me because, it's it's blatant. Because the Bills just beat the Chiefs. Bills have home field now. Mike, you just said it. Chiefs have never played an AFC championship game on the road with Mahomes. Do you think Mahomes right. can handle that Buffalo crowd? AMC yes, championship. Yeah, Patrick
2: Mahomes. Right,
1: but I, we I haven't did, seen I, it before. Yeah, but what? I did say that it doesn't matter if they play in Kansas City, Buffalo, or the, or the Netherlands. I don't. I, mean, I think that th- that the teams are so talented. The one thing I will say in Buffalo's favor is the uh, is like the emergence of Gabe Davis. Now that they have an actual number two to complement Stephon Diggs, that makes their offense so much better than it, than it already was. And I think. Bobby, I don't. I really don't think you believe in your heart of hearts if, this, if these teams played 10 games in a row that, uh, that this Kansas City version, would only win three.
0: This exact version, if yeah. you wind up these two rosters, I do. Yeah. I do. If you're talking last year's Chiefs two years ago, no. No, I don't. This version, I do, really. Uh, because, I mean, even in their wins, right? You, you look at the Chiefs. The, DK, you said this year they've been uh, super impressive. Uh, in their wins... They have looked. No, good I didn't at say that they
2: were super impressive. I said that they can still, they still at times look like they can score at will because they do. But it's it's still different than it was last year. I just feel like when it comes, well, they're figuring to that, some not stuff out. Time. You know, it's like uh, to to give to give to say that you're going to take a guy like Juju Smith Schuster and slot him in where Tyreek Hill was and expect immediate results is just ridiculous like they completely they play completely different games you have to learn to scheme for him he has to learn to hook up with Mahomes he's he's more of a deep threat than than a playmaker he he will get involved he will get better like he's still provably Undeniably good on an undeniably good offense. They just need to figure out where to work him in. He becomes, by the end of the season, I guarantee it. He becomes the wide receiver one in in Kansas City as far as targets goes, and he's pulling them down. So yeah. that matchup's coming. Like that that partnership's coming, right? Travis Kelsey makes it ten thousand times easier for Juju Smith Schuster to, to 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 get there, right? To to start to start that off. They've been double teaming both those guys. You know what I mean? Like it's you. Mahomes used to be able to. Give it to Tyreek Hill when a play broke down underneath, and Tyreek Hill will go make a play. They can't do that anymore. Fine. I understand that that limits their offense. It doesn't make them look as insane as it did last season, the year before, all that stuff. I get that. However, still Patrick Mahomes, still Travis Kelsey, still Juju Smith Schuster. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is having a great season. They've got two running backs underneath those two guys that are still good. This I will not accept this Chiefs slander for one loss. I just will not. It's <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's crazy. They're still but, the fucking Kansas City Chiefs, but they but still before,
0: it's it's still it, it's different than it was. I'm not saying they're bad. Sure. I, mean, I, I still think that it's such a big gap between. I still these. think they
2: have
1: the best. Wire, they have the best quarterback in the NFL? I think it's closer than we think. Uh, the one thing that I'll say before you before you talk about Philly, that's absurd, is I've I mentioned this a couple times because I wanted to talk about the point differential for the Bills. They're plus 95. Like the next, <laughs> That's the next absurd. Cl- the next closest team are, are the Eagles, and they're plus 56. The, the Bills have allowed 81 points on defense in six games. I, that's fucking I, maddening. Which is why I think the best version of them,
0: this iteration, again, this iteration is better than the best version of that Chiefs team. And I think what points to that is that loss against the Colts was the most abysmal loss I've seen from the Chiefs in the Pat Mahomes era. You know, it, that, that loss doesn't happen two years ago. It's just Uh, just, they lost to the
1: Raiders and the Chargers a couple years ago in
0: Kansas City, but not in that way that they lost that game. Listen, the Colts handed the Chiefs that game five separate times in the fourth quarter, (laughs) and they just fucked it it up each time. So it's been like
2: we like we talked about. It's been a weird season, and that that I think is one of the reasons. But to finish up here uh, and to sort of extend the, the hypothetical that I gave that that launched us into that spirited and riveting conversation about the Chiefs and the Bills. Thankfully, I mean, it really works for this. Uh, each of you took a different team. Bobby, you're taking your Bills into the Super Bowl to play this iteration of the Philadelphia Eagles. Who are you taking? Who's winning? Who is the Super Bowl champ in this fun little hypothetical?
0: I think it's the Bills. Uh, specifically, just because of what I just said, where I think the best version of them is still better than the best version of Philly. It in, is in, in, in a championship-type game with Jalen Hurts, w- with with you know the unproven commodities at quarterback. But... But I got to say, man, I'm so impressed with the Philadelphia Eagles and what they're doing on both sides of the ball. Besides the Bills, to me, I think, you know, they, they look like the most talented football team uh, in the NFL. I just think when it comes to Philly so far, they've just had the most impressive run. And I think that they have the easiest schedule from here on out. So uh, it, Philly it is such a complete football team. And I don't, unless something really Goes bad or goes wrong in one of these games. Listen, if that team's running the football, they are unstoppable. You can't, you cannot beat that team if they're running that option play. They made Micah Parsons freeze 10 times last night. I haven't seen that since he came into the NFL one time. It, 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 it's just crazy what that run offense does for this team. Um sounds
2: like you're taking Philly. To be honest no, no, you. but
0: I am taking I'm taking <laughs> Buffalo because of all the reasons I said over that before. Gotcha. And, gotcha, and Josh gotcha. Allen, <laughs> the, the the alligator point stories Josh Allen 100% right. the time.
2: All right, yeah, I can see that. I I did, again, it's it's difficult for me to poke holes in anybody that is high on the on the Eagles, but I'll I'll reserve my thoughts until I hear uh Mr. MarcAngelo's opinion on if he takes his Chiefs into the Super Bowl and has to play the Philadelphia Eagles, which which divisions coming home with the Lombardi
1: Trophy? Yeah, I would still pick the Chiefs only because so far, uh, like it is such hypothetical, but it's and it, it, that would be a track meet in the in the highest state game. I don't know that Jalen Hurts could compete or keep up with Pat Mahomes or or Josh Allen. Just just in that, I think that uh, Philly is a complete team for sure. But and either either scenario, like to your point, Mahomes. When he, It still feels like whenever he wants to, he's just three flicks of the wrist away from 21 points. Agreed. And I don't know if Jalen Hurts has that.
2: I think, I mean, okay, so let me, let me pose this hypothetical to you guys. Who do you think, regardless, we talked about the matchup between the Bills and the Chiefs. Who do you think matches up better against the Eagles be- between those two teams? Because personally, I think it's definitely the Chiefs for the exact reason Mike just said is it's going to become a sprint you know, like those two teams are going to get into a sprint. And I have legitimately never seen the chiefs. This, this chiefs team lose a sprint. I've seen yeah. them managed out of a game. I've seen them nullified. I've never seen them fucking lose a sprint or a shootout of, of that kind of magnitude. The way the bills beat them was they stifled them, frustrated them, made plays when they had to make plays. Like they looked good. You know, obviously it was a, it was a, a lot of talent on display, but you're going just absolute run for run with them. You're, you're fucked.
0: I Bobby, do you agree? I think it's, I don't know. The Chiefs have a really bad run defense. They're, I think they're bottom third uh, in run <laughs> defense right now. So if I don't think um, it matters, that, if, if that, if like that I think that RPO they're going, is I think going that game's going to be like man. 50 to 44. You you know know what mean? That's, like, okay. So you're right. Because, because they would just outscore them. So I, I, yeah, I think yeah. you're right there. I, I do think though, if you shut down that run deep, uh, that run in Philly and you put the game solely on Jalen hurts, he's going to make a mistake you mm. just need to capitalize off yeah. it and that, that that's been his mo his whole career so i i think that that's the recipe to beat them and i think the bills can do that but i also agree if it's a shootout the chiefs aren't losing game. you know for that reason i just
2: and this is just a gut feeling thing that the eagles have like that 15 plus win regular season crap out in the playoffs vibe to me like just for that exact reason and I, you know, I hate to say it because honestly they are fun to watch. Like they're really genuinely adding to the product in a big way this season. And, and I think, uh, and they've beat a lot of teams I don't like, and they've won games that, uh, in in very impressive ways. And I think, uh, long may it continue, but I think I, and I know it's been late in the season that this hasn't happened yet. And we thought it was going to happen already, but I do do think there's going to be an evening out again. You know, there's going to be a little bit of a, of a, of a kind of a settling of the boat. And we're going to be reminded that the, the best quarterbacks in the nfl are the ones that are going to win these championships and as much as jalen hurts is is very talented and and, you know really impressive he's not pat mahomes and he's not
1: pat mahomes in a playoff situation or or a super bowl situation so also to your point like uh, as far or as much parody as we think that there is in the nfl right now like the names you're used to hearing like the aaron Rodgers or the tennessee titans the tom brady's they're just three and three yeah like like they have not fallen back that far That they're just waiting for one of these up and coming teams to make a mistake, and then they'll they'll capitalize on it. They'll and, and they'll be there at the end. Yeah, yeah. let's be re-
0: let's be real. The the Packers and the Bucks are one win away from being right back in this top ten. If an impressive win comes, they could even jump into that top five. So like they they're not far behind on this list. I don't see that happening yeah. to the Bucks. I don't. See I don't happen. either. I don't see it happening with either something's of those teams up down right there. now. I don't know what it is. I but do. Something's up down there. there
2: there's there's a. Uh... There's a there's a fucking hello you know magazine uh, right at the counter of the grocery store type shit going on down there that I, I think, think is he's definitely affecting the mentality of the team. I think
0: he's regretting not coming back. I think he's coming regretting coming back to Tampa personally. But
1: I th- well but he, I mean he, he, go ahead, Mike. He tried to go to Miami. I mean he yeah, tried. He tried to leave. He did everything so. in his power. Imagine that team with, 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 with whatever. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
2: He's like, I still want to live in Florida
1: though. Yeah. I need I mean, a minute.
2: Look, it's weird. It's weird. Uh he's he's a weird dude. There's some weird stuff obviously going on in his uh life. I, I don't really care to comment on his personal life, but it obviously is seeping into his play. Cheeks. Um Yeah, I mean It's seeping out of his cheeks. I think um I think that. You know, I, I'm always, I always try to be big on the Steelers because uh, my wife's a, a Steelers fan. It's been difficult this season. I think they're super flawed. I think they have a great coach, though. And I think uh, it, on the theme of coaching around the NFL, I think he's really trying his best to keep that ship together with spit and fucking chewing gum. But uh, to lose to that Steelers team, if you're going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers team that you're supposed to be, to lose like that, too, uh, and sort of just th- that offensive, just if, since, since they played the Cowboys, like it's just been like t- Tom Brady can't fucking. Score in the red zone. What is happening right now? Like, this is in the so red weird. Zone that game either. If you yeah, remember. that's what I. That's we, what. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's it's, exactly what I'm saying. It's like you, Tom Brady, can't get it done. Like his killer instinct isn't in putting these fucking games away. These are these are games that Tom Brady wins. So it's weird. It, it's just weird. I can't explain it. I I've looked at it from a lot of different angles. I've watched a lot of Tom Brady this season, as we all are want to do every season when he plays. I mean, he's you know he's the goat. I can't put my finger on what it is. Right. And, or what's Everything wrong? Everything looks right, but yeah. something's wrong something's fucking
1: wrong. I I don't know what it is, man. I know that it's early in the season, uh, but I just want to say this right now. I want this on, uh, on record. I'm not a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I, I I mean, we know (laughs) it should scare the shit out of you. If you're, if you're a fan of any team in the AFC, if they finish with a bad record and they have a top 10 draft pick, because what that place does with skill position players is absurd. I know it's crazy. So if you give him a top 10 pick, like they're gonna be like the best team in the AFC for the next ten years. Like, just, so like don't I- I'm not see gonna celebrate this for too long. See, Mitch. Is that the yeah? not not that we are is that the <laughs> uh
0: most surprising win you've seen the last couple of years? The Steelers beating the Bucks yesterday. That, no uh, uh, no that, that no. that's a really bad, bad team beating Tom Brady. Well,
2: I mean, you, you know, you yeah, see to without Brady. make a, make a fix Patrick didn't even play. Yeah, but I matter. mean, I I think you under, I, I do think you, as much as they're not great, and I agree with you, I still think that, like, there's a chance that Mike Tomlin keeps his I never finish under 500 uh, record this season. Like, I think that yeah. there's a world where he can get that figured out. Like Mike said, I mean, I, I don't want to keep doing this, like, defend the Steelers thing because it's, like, getting old as a bit. But, like, they do still, like he said, produce great skill players. It's always like, oh, and here's. Bamba do mama bamboo. And he's like the seventh (laughs) round pick out of fucking Mizzou. And he's unbelievable. Like it, it is what happens there. Like it just is like, they still do have Najee Harris. Like they still do have Mitch, fucking Ch- no i'm just kidding listen <laughs> <Mitch> <laughs> volume two is fully it's fully in swing i'm really happy for him he's obviously had a tough season slash career slash life so i think that sums up uh our nfl show a lot of weird stuff going on the themes sort of seem to remain remain the same every week when we do our power ranking show here on i'm missing the point but it, it's been fun it's been a lot of fun I, I look forward to sunday more than i have in probably a long time uh watching red zone and cracking a fat tire is is one of the few joys i have left in this uh, uh ever dwindling existence so um <laughs> thank you all for listening uh for mike markangelo and uh, real bk bob kelly for our producer uh extraordinaire craig DeLisandro. thank you so much for listening to missing the point and we'll see you next week
0: Tricast.